Hello everyone and welcome back to Happy Human Club. I'm Sof Mosca. I'm the host of this podcast and I am a new, <laughs> a newly discovered version of myself because I've officially gone to Europe. So there's a pre-Europe Sof and a post-Europe Sof and I'm just an entirely different person now that I've seen the world. I'm totally kidding. However, I did just get back from Europe uh, on Sunday and today's Friday. So I... Wow, I haven't even been home for that long. I feel like I've been home for so long already, but I've just been spending the week getting back into routine and also sort of kicking off my New Year's resolutions finally. Like, I kind of knew that I was going to be regressing on a lot of those um, New Year's resolutions while I was in Europe for so long. Well, it wasn't that long, but you know, like a little over a week. And so I kind of just like lightly went about my New Year's resolutions before Europe um, and just like kind of planned to really get a wiggle on with them whenever I got home. And that's exactly what I did. So I've been spending the week um, really focusing on doing things that make me feel really, really good. And, you know, obviously that looks super duper different for every single person. But for me, it's waking up a little bit earlier um, I really love to get up around like 6.30. I I don't know, 7 is like around when I normally wake up, 7, 7.30. Or I guess I would say like between 7 and 8. But whenever I wake up at like 6.30, I just feel so good. Something about getting up just that slightly little bit earlier is just so calming and therapeutic to me. And I just really love taking my slow mornings. I like when nobody's really up yet, nobody's really texting me, nobody's really on social media, and I just like have my mornings. I really, really appreciate them, and they really, I think, bring out the best version of me. So I've been waking up a little bit earlier, around like 6.30, 6.45. I want to keep making it earlier and earlier and earlier. Like I know that's kind of crazy, but I really do. Like I want to start waking up at like 5.30, at some point. Like, I think that'd be really awesome. Like Brie and Maddie, my best friends, um, this past week, we're going to a workout class at 5 30 AM. So they were up so early and like, maybe this is like toxic of me, but I would like, they would text me and be like, Oh, we just finished our workout. And I would have like, and I just woke up and granted, yeah, it's like 6 6 o'clock, but I'm like, Oh dang, like they already got their workout done. Like I could have done that. And maybe that is a little bit toxic of me. Cause it's like, okay, girl, like, yeah, but you need sleep, you know? Um, but also part of me is like, I think I just really love waking up early. And anyways, all that is just to say that I've been waking up earlier, which was like something I wanted to do in the new year. And then additionally, I've been adding in different workouts to motivate myself further. Cause I think I was sort of falling into a slump with exercise. Um, but also just to like provide my body with different forms of exercise. Nothing in extreme is good for you, even good things. And something like cycling especially like if you're doing it every day for years and years and years like it's gonna be rough on your body and so it's really good to switch up your movements and do different things that move your body in different ways and use different muscles and stretch and all these things it's really really good to just do a variety like having a variety having a balance in your life in every way is so important and that also goes along like that goes for working out as well so I've been incorporating a few things into my workout activity I guess um so I definitely still do my cycling I love Peloton it's my ride or die (laughs) no pun intended but that was funny um 
So I usually will do that like Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, and Saturday. And on Wednesdays and Fridays, I've been going to Pilates, and it's Reformer Pilates, which is like, if you've never done Reformer Pilates, you need to try it. I've done Pilates a lot. I've done hot Pilates, but nothing like matte Pilates is not the same to me, at least like matte Pilates is nice. It's like very similar to yoga. In my opinion, even hot Pilates, like where you do like a hit workout in, in the 90 degree heat, like even that I'm like, yeah, it's hard. It's great, but it's just not like scratching an itch. Like I don't feel like it's hard enough. And I tried reformer Pilates, which reformer Pilates uses a reformer machine. I think that's what it's called. And it's like that weird looking black table thing that you've probably seen around. It like looks like a physical therapy table, but it like moves in different ways. And there's like straps hanging off of it and all that like springs and all this. It looks like a torture device, but it's called a reformer and reformer Pilates like is pilates on that machine so you do like planks where you're like on this like moving board with springs and it's like if you know what an ab roller is you know those things you put them on the floor and there's like a wheel and you hold on to each handle and you like roll them in and out it's like movements like that for like an hour or whatever and it's like working your legs and your arms and your like literally everything and it's such a hard workout and it's so vastly different from cycling that i feel like the mix of the two is like amazing I've been feeling so so good this week so I love that and it's hard enough to where I don't miss my cycling classes like a lot of times this episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. your work can take you all over the place like Texas you've never been but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead and after you can unwind using their free high-speed wi-fi tonight La Quinta tomorrow you shine book your stay today at lq.com This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
go and do a workout, even like hot Pilates or something like on a mat. And I finish it and I'm like, dang, like I could still really go for a Peloton class. Cause I just don't feel like it's hard enough. Like I don't feel like I'm working hard enough, but with reformer Pilates, like it is so hard. I absolutely love it. So I've been adding that into my routine. And then additionally, now that Augie is fully vaccinated and a little bit older and everything, um, I've been taking him on a lot of walks, which walking is so good. Like it makes me feel so good mentally and physically. And, um, yeah, so I've been walking him three times a day, which sounds like a lot, but each walk is only 10 minutes and I do it right after he eats and right before I eat, which helps both of us because when I walk him right after he eats, he goes to the bathroom outside easy. And when I, cause I'm potty training him. And when I walk before I eat, it helps my insulin sensitivity. Um, because if you guys didn't know, I'm a type one diabetic. So it's like a win-win for both of us. So we've been walking like three times a day after breakfast, lunch, or yeah, after his breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And that's nice to, first of all, just get outside, especially the morning walk. It's like 7 a.m. or whatever, like super early. And I'm like walking him around and it's just like so peaceful and beautiful. And like, it's just such a nice feeling to get out so early and just get for like go out for a walk you know so that's something I've added into my workout regimen and then um also I've been rock climbing a little bit which I feel like upper body is the thing that I like neglect the most I just like don't really care to work it out ever but it's important and it stabilizes like your back and your just everything like it's important to work every part of your body and so I've been going rock climbing because it's the most intense arm workout you've ever experienced but you don't even feel like you're working out like it's so fun and it's also really good for your mind I feel I don't know what the science behind that is but I feel like it's like a puzzle you know like you like have to figure out how to get up and whatever and it's just like it's just is super fun really good for for me and my mental health and everything and yeah i want to bring dance back into my life again if you guys remember back in like august i was going to dance a lot again because i found a place in tampa right after i moved but i just like fell off of that because i started traveling a lot but i want to get back to that i also really want to take gymnastics classes there's a place where you can take adult gymnastics around here and i really want to go i have like like back in my prime dance days, I had very basic tumbling skills, like a back handspring, my walkovers, my aerial, like things like that. Like I had very, very basic tumbling, but I really love to do it. And I think that would be a super fun way to just stay active as well. Um, so yeah, th- those are all the active things I've been doing and also just taking care of myself with how I'm eating and everything. Um, obviously again, balance is so key and, um, like not restricting is so, so important. So I've just been really careful to make sure that I'm like still having balance and everything while still eating as like, as well as I can, that makes me feel the best. Like what that looks like for me, you know, cause I think feeling your best and eating well is different for everyone. So I've been doing like what makes me feel the best and I've just been feeling really good and like back on my game and taking care of myself and just feels really good I've been feeling good mentally and also just in terms of like just everything I've been through the past like last year you know like I think it just feels good to be in a new year and kind of just like claim it as my own and I don't know I just like have a good feeling about this year and it's funny because it started out and I didn't have such a good feeling about this year but as this month has gone on I, I do and also you guys I decided I have 
a lucky necklace. So I have this one necklace that I wear sometimes. It has like a horseshoe on it and I put it on the other day and something really good happened to me. Something involving work. I got like a really, I'll just tell you guys, I got like a really big brand deal and I was super excited about it. And I was like, oh my God, every time I wear this necklace, something good happens to me. And it's like something weird. Like it's like something that like, why would that have happened to me? Like crazy stuff. And so I decided like I'm wearing this every day. (laughs) Maybe not actually, I don't know, but I think I have a lucky necklace and I just feel really in tune with myself and my, like with my intuition and everything. And I don't know, I'm just feeling really good. Um, and Europe was incredible. Obviously that's a plus, um, with like how my mood is and everything, but today's episode you guys is super fun i'm going to go through kind of my europe trip do like a europe recap and tell you guys my honest opinions my recommendations and then just kind of talk about like how i'm feeling post um travel and everything and kind of all things involving this past trip but i first want to just say like these are my opinions It doesn't mean that you have to agree with them or feel the same way. I'm not saying this is how everyone should think and feel. And if you're from these places I visited, like it's no hate. It's just an opinion. Like you guys could come to to Florida and also have your own opinions. And I wouldn't like force you to feel the same way as I do about Tampa. You know what I mean? These are very much just my opinions and my experience in the places that I visited. So yeah, we'll just get right into it. Also, I didn't like do very many, very many specific places because honestly, I just like didn't really pay attention to like the names of them of like restaurants and stuff. There's a few in there that like stood out to me. So if I did remember the name of them, that means they were really good (laughs) just so you know, but, um, so if you guys haven't been following along on, I guess mostly Instagram, I went to Europe and I went to Venice, Italy, Barcelona, Spain, and Paris, France. And that was like my trip. Um, And overall, it was so incredible. But I'm going to like go into each place and sort of break it down. So the trip started with Venice, Italy. So I guess we can hop right in and talk about my honest opinions of Venice. So first things first is it was absolutely beautiful. Like incredible. The scenery was unreal the water in the canals is it is it considered a canal i don't know were like green not gross green but like this like beautiful like teal color i don't even know how to explain it just like so so beautiful and all the stone and the brick and all the old like historic buildings just insane like genuinely one of the most no the most beautiful place i've ever seen actually like it felt like a movie scene like it felt like uh like a a movie set like it felt like it was a disney set you know what i mean it didn't feel real i couldn't believe it was a real place but it was absolutely beautiful like genuinely so so beautiful the gelato to be expected was incredible i'm like a massive pistachio gelato fan and i had some there and Of course, it was incredible, like lived up to every standard ever. The best pistachio gelato I've ever had. The ones that I've had now, I'm like, why did I even like that? Because they didn't even taste anything, anything like the pistachio gelato in Italy. Like so, so good. But besides the gelato, like the food 
honestly, and I feel like I'm going to get so much hate for this, but I honestly feel like it wasn't as good as I expected. I don't know if I went in there with like too high of expectations, but like I went in with a very open mind, excited to try so many new things. And I just felt like there wasn't much variety. Like I felt like every restaurant had like the same menu and maybe that is just like how it is and that's like the beauty of it and maybe I'm just like being stupid and annoying but I just felt like everywhere had like the same thing like it just felt like like I know that this isn't the case most likely but it felt like how in America at like American airports like all the little restaurants in the airport like all have the same thing because they like all the same vendor but they're not the same restaurant, but they actually are. Like, that's how it felt. And I know that's probably not the case, but it just, like, like you couldn't go and, like, get something different. Like, I just felt like everything had the same menu. And granted, it was good, but I just, like, wanted, like, I wanted to try more. And it was just all the same stuff. And part of it was my own issue because I love seafood. I really do. But I don't really like shellfish much i like shrimp i like crab um but like i don't really like clams things like that and they have a lot of that obviously think of their location and everything so that already like crossed out huge chunks of the menu because i just don't like that stuff so part of it's like my own issue you know like a personal problem and if i liked that stuff i probably would have had like a much easier time finding a variety of things that i would want to try and eat but i think because of that i struggled finding like different things to eat you know but what I did have was really good I just felt like the variety wasn't like as 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 good as I expected but then again like I was in Venice Italy like I feel like if I went to different parts of Italy it would have been a different story and I think I just wasn't considering like where I was going but it was good regardless um but the coffee was very 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 good I had a macchiato at one point and it was like my favorite coffee I had there which a macchiato isn't like if you're American and you order a macchiato from Starbucks, it's not like what you think it is. Like a macchiato from Starbucks is literally a latte that they like do upside down, which is like stupid. But, um, cause that's literally still a latte. Basically a, a macchiato is, it's like a very small espresso drink. I don't know the exact proportions of milk and espresso, but it's like a lot of espresso, very little milk. Um, it's like in a little cup, it's pretty much an espresso shot. And it was so, so good. And like, just, I just never tried like a real macchiato before and it was delicious. So definitely recommend that. This isn't even my recommendations, but that was just like an honest opinion. I really loved their coffee there. And I would say like, honestly, I'm not necessarily dying to visit Venice again. Like I wouldn't be opposed. If someone was like, Hey, want to go to Venice? I'd be like, hell yeah, I want to go to Venice, but I'm not like dying to go back. Like I'm not about to book another trip tomorrow. But I'm also really, really glad I went and I'm really, really glad I got to go. And I'm so happy to have seen it and like been there and eaten the food and seen the scenery and everything like that. Like, I'm so glad I got to go. I'm so happy I went. I don't regret going or anything like that. But I think I held it on such a high pedestal, too high of a pedestal. And I disappointed myself because I've always wanted to visit Italy. I've always wanted to like live there and all this stuff. And I like glamorized it in my head and like, that's like the issue with traveling for me in general. Like I glamorize all these places and you get there and it's like nothing like you expected because it's like still a a normal just place people live. And I think I remember when I had French exchange students back in high school, they would come to America and kind of say the same thing. Like, 
you glamorize it in your head and you see the movies and you see the picture and it's just not at all how it actually is. And that's like kind of how I felt about um, a lot of Europe, but like Venice in particular. But a plus about Venice is I felt very safe the entire time, especially walking at night. Like I was chilling. Never once did I feel unsafe. Very safe, I felt. Um, Yeah, really cool place. And so some recommendations. Um, I would say dress warmer than you think. (laughs) Obviously, we went in like the dead of winter. But like it was 40 degrees, which like 40 degrees Fahrenheit, which, yeah, that's like chilly. Like that's definitely cold but it felt like 20 degrees like it felt way colder than expected I think because it's like on the water so definitely dress warmer than you think like bring a puffer if you're gonna go in the winter time and I would say like make sure you explore everything during the day but also at night like after dark because I think it's like a whole different feel and vibe at night it's really really cool like during the day you can definitely see everything more and it's very like beautiful and you know upbeat and everyone's like kind of hustling and bustling around and getting their pastries and coffee and whatever and then at night it's so quiet and it just feels like a movie like it really it feels like you're in a movie set so it's like a really really cool experience to see like the different vibes of it um and this might be like a touchy subject for some of you but if you like anchovies <laughs> they have these like mini pizzas i don't know what the if there's like a proper name for them if it's literally just a pizza and it's like this mini like deep dish personal pizza like literally it's the size of like your palm like it's super small and it's just a mini pizza and they put one anchovy on top or maybe it was a sardine i honestly don't even know i don't know the difference i'm assuming it was an anchovy though and they just put one anchovy and oh my gosh you guys it was so good for no reason it tasted like do you, if you guys have ever had pizza from uno's like it tasted like an uno's anchovy pizza and it was just really really good for some reason and it stuck out to me and definitely if you guys like anchovies you have to try that while you're there and my last recommendation is like if you're gonna go to Venice, my personal opinion is make it part of like a larger, longer trip because I felt like we were ready to go and explore other places after two days. Like not necessarily leave Italy. Like I would have thought it was really cool if we got to stay and explore different parts of Italy. But after two days in Venice, specific like the city of Venice, we were like, okay, we have an idea of it. Like I think we're ready to move on and explore something else. So my personal opinion is like, make it maybe don't go for like two weeks you know if I don't know that's just me personally again but I would say like go and visit just for a few days and then kind of move on to other places even if you're staying in Italy like I think you can get and watch people from Venice are like no you didn't even do this like I bet you I miss so much of the city but in my personal opinion like you can explore a lot of it in Venice or at least enough to me, like I, I was satisfied after um, two days. So yeah, I feel like I'm gonna get so much hate for that. <laughs> Moving on to Barcelona. Okay, honest opinions. Barcelona was my favorite place I've ever traveled, ever. And that's saying something because I absolutely love Hawaii. Hawaii is, has my heart. And I also really loved the Cayman Islands. Cayman Islands, Hawaii, and Barcelona are my, are my top three, but I have to give Barcelona number one. I have to, because it was like the cutest little mix of Boston and Tampa. 
Like it had the nightlife of more of like Tampa, but just the way the city looked and felt was very Boston. But then like the vibes of the people were very Tampa and the food, oh, you guys, it was the cutest city ever. The people were so cool. Like the demographic was like cool, like cool girl. They were all these like, like kind of more goth, really like trendy, but not in like a, you know, claw clip kind of way. Like trendy as in like really cool, like, like the slicked back hair with like spiky buns and like, like big chunky black, like just so cool. And the girls were so pretty. Every girl I passed, I was like, oh, my jaw dropped. They were all so beautiful. And I also, when I was there, re-downloaded Hinge because I had deleted it. And I re-downloaded Hinge and I changed my location to Barcelona. And every single girl was so pretty. Like I was like, oh my God. Um, but yeah, the girls were beautiful there. And the shopping was sick. Like there was so much vintage shopping and like thrifting and things like that just like really, really, really cool, unique places. The food was to die for you guys. Absolutely incredible. I have a couple of specific recommendations, so that's how you know, and I'll get there during my recommendations, but like genuinely so good. I loved the food there. There was also randomly so many Italian greyhounds, which you guys know, Augie, my dog is an Italian greyhound and they have such a special place in my heart. My family also has an Italian greyhound. I love Italian greyhounds. They're my favorite dog. And there were so many of them there. And I was like, oh my God, I need to move here with Augie right now. And I also felt like the people were so nice. And um, this is like partially because I was with Avery who speaks a little bit of Spanish, but I felt like it was the easiest to communicate in Spain. But that's just like a random side note. Um, and somebody in my Instagram DMs, because I, I had posted a picture of like, the view from my airbnb window and somebody slid up and was like just be careful it's a really bad area and so i don't i have no idea if the area that i stayed in was like a dangerous area but personally i I felt safe both during the day and night i didn't feel unsafe there at all and there was also a lot of a lot of lesbians like i didn't actually see that many gay guys but i saw a lot of gay girls and just felt very like welcomed and safe there um, I don't know the validity of that. Maybe it was just like I had a good experience. Maybe that was a dangerous part of the city. But personally, I felt very safe even at night. And like, like I, the the streets at night, no men were hollering at us. Like I think that anywhere in America is so much scarier, <laughs> honestly. Um, and the coffee was really really good there as well especially flat whites i discovered flat whites while i was in europe flat whites are similar to um, lattes but there's just like more espresso to milk in the ratio and the barcelona had the best ones like really really good so okay recommendations there's a couple of food places ready you have to go to i think i'm pronouncing it right nuria n-u-r-i-a they had really good food really good dessert and they had this really good sauvignon blanc i don't even like wine very much it's so rare that i'll drink it and if i do drink it it's even more rare that i like it like genuinely but i genuinely liked the sauvignon blanc that they had so good we got like a it's in my vlog i forget exactly what we got but we got so much food that night 
and it was just delicious. Oh my God, you have to go. And then also honest greens. You went there the first night and I wouldn't, I don't think it's like Spanish food per se at all. Um, maybe like inspired slightly, but it was just like a health food place sort of like, I guess you could compare it to like the vibes of like Kava, but like way cuter. It's like, it's like Kava and restoration hardware had a baby. (laughs) Like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but like, that's exactly what it is. Um, and it was just really, really good, like health food and big, big portions. It was so delicious. So definitely recommend that. And then Okay, for gelato, we went and got this gelato at this place called Ogi, O-G-G-I, Ogi, 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 uh. um, I don't know, O-G-G-I is what it was called, and they had this gelato that was orange ricotta chocolate. <laughs> You're kidding. It was literally the most delicious thing I've ever had in my entire life. I can't stop thinking about it. Orange chocolate is my favorite thing in the whole world. Like I love chocolate flavored or orange flavored chocolate. And this gelato was, it was like kind of like cheesecakey from the ricotta and then the orange chocolate, but there was like orange zest in there. And then like pieces of chocolate that I think were like orange chocolate, but they were like crystallized and like crunchy. Oh my God, you guys, it was the most delicious thing I've ever tasted literally ever. I'm going back to Barcelona just to have that again. Like so, so good. You have to try it. And then there was this one coffee shop called Satan's Coffee Corner, which was funny. <laughs> um, and it had suspiciously good cold brew, which is interesting because like nowhere in Europe really has iced coffee, never mind cold brew. Some places, but um, not many. And it was literally like bottled. So I don't know if they even like make it themselves, but it was really, really good. It tasted like La Colombe, like genuinely so good. So um, yeah, I mean go to Satan Co- Satan's Coffee Corner and get a cold brew if you're craving a cold brew while you're, while you're in Europe because they're hard to come by. But super good. It was so funny though. They served it in like the smallest cup ever with this like big, big ice cube. It's just so funny like how little things are so different than they are here in America. And yeah, delicious. Loved it. Um, and another recommendation is I would say <laughs> stay for a long time. Like I feel like I didn't even get to experience anything. Like there was so much more to see and do. I didn't even get to experience the nightlife, which I've heard is like the best part of Barcelona. And it's funny because like, like it would be like 11, 12 at night and the streets are just as loud as they are at like 2 PM. Like it was kind of crazy. Um, but I, I would love to go back and like experience the nightlife. And I felt like there was just still so much to do and see. And I wish we could have stayed longer. I will definitely be going back to Barcelona. Like I absolutely loved it. I really, I talked about this in my vlog, but I could see myself like living there for a short period of time. So maybe one day, but like, ugh, just so good. So good. Loved Barcelona. And then the last stop was Paris, which, okay honest opinion were the people were not the nicest but like some people were so nice but it was just that the people that weren't nice were really not nice if that makes sense um but the people were so cool like coolest people i've ever seen literally everyone looked like a runway model the shopping was impeccable it was very high-end and personally like i didn't buy anything but uh it was super fun to like look around and window shop and just kind of like like it was just crazy every store just seemed high-end it was super cool 
it's because like a lot of those luxury brands, a lot of those designer brands are from Paris, you know? So it was just like every brand you could think of like had a store and it was, they were all really big and super cool, um, to see, you know? And I was also not the biggest fan of the food in Paris. It was just very different than what I was used to, obviously, but in a way that I just like couldn't really get behind fully. Um, like just as an example, at one point I ordered like a medium well burger, which is like, you know, pretty, pretty well done. Like there's like a little bit of pink, but just like a little bit. And sometimes it's like a little bit more pink, you know, like sometimes it's like a little extra pink and I, you know, recognize that, but I, it came out like, I kid you not, like almost completely raw. Like it didn't even look like you could consider it rare. Like it just looked like it wasn't cooked. Like when I cut it with a knife, cause Avery and I were sharing it. So I cut it in half and like, it didn't hold its shape. Like the meat like came off in pieces on the knife, like as raw ground beef would do. You know what I mean? Like it just wasn't cooked at all. And I, I like, I never, ever, 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 ever send food back. Like I will eat like actual dirt off the ground because I'm like so afraid of confrontation. But I was like, this is actually raw. Like I can't even pretend to like this. It's raw. Um, so there was just like, like things like that. I was just like, this isn't very good. I don't know. I just didn't really have good experiences at the food places, I guess. Maybe that was the issue. But I would, I will say that the flat whites also were really good there in like they were in Barcelona. They were really good in France. And the almond milk that they use in a lot of places in France tastes so good. It tastes like almond extract. Like it doesn't, I don't know how to explain it. It just, like it tastes like almond extract, like that very distinct, like almost like fake almond flavor, but it's not, it's like real almond flavor, but you don't really ever taste it unless it's like something super fake in the U S but their almond milks tasted like almond extract, like really, really good. It was like something I've never tasted before. It was delicious. Um, I felt decently safe at night, but out of the three cities, I would say like, I felt the least safe in Paris, maybe because it was just like the busiest and most like city city, like heavy city. It was kind of like very light New York vibes, like obviously not New York city vibes, but like lightly, just lightly. So I would say I felt the, le- I, I would say I felt the least safe there, but I still felt safe just, but just out of the other two, like felt the least safe. Um, and it was just so cool to, to like be there. Like it just didn't feel real because it's like, it's Paris. Like everyone wants to visit Paris and you see so many pictures and hear so many stories and see so many movies of Paris. Like it was just cool to be there. And, um, the Eiffel tower was absolutely beautiful, absolutely beautiful. But it was one of those things where I think I overhyped it in my head. Like, it's just not what you think. It's the same with like, when I saw the statue of Liberty for the first time, when I was little, like I expected so much and I was like, okay, yeah, like that's Statue of Liberty. Like, that's kind of how I felt. I was like, okay, yeah, that's the Eiffel Tower. I think I expected it to be like this magical thing. (laughs) And it's just like, not like it's very much like it is. It's so cool, but it's also just like, okay, like, yeah, that, that, that was nice. I don't know how to explain it. Like it was awesome, but I think I overhyped it in my head, but recommendations continuing with the Eiffel Tower. I would say obviously go see it at night with the lights and everything. And I would also say go like a few blocks away from it rather than like right underneath it. Like you get a better view a few streets down where first of all, there's like not as many people. And second of all, like 
when you're under it, like you can't really see it, you know, like you can, but you can't. I mean, I think you should also go and go and stand under it and like feel it's, you know, how big it is and everything. But like go a few blocks back after and like, then you really get a good look at it. And it's really, really pretty that way. So definitely recommend that. And then I have a couple of specific restaurants. So Baguette Cafe was really, really delicious. Like we got breakfast there both mornings. Um, they had this avocado toast with pomegranate seeds on it. Game changer. Like I'm going to make that at home. It was so, so good. It had like red bean paste. Um, it had avocado, a poached egg and pomegranate seeds. And it was to die for like really, really good. So that was a good place. Definitely need to try there if you go to Paris. And then, so Caviar Caspia is this like caviar restaurant that is like well-known and very, very, very pricey, obviously, because it's caviar. Um, And I tried caviar for the first time while in Paris and I didn't hate it. I didn't love it, but I also didn't hate it. Like I definitely, I think is a little bit of an acquired taste but like with the creme fraiche and everything, it was good. Um, but not like my favorite thing ever. But I would say like if you are going to go to Paris, I think that it's, it's really cool to go to Caviar Caspia and just like experience it. I just feel like everyone should go once. It's like it's insane how expensive caviar is. I think it's like you get like two little things for like $200. Like it's actually it's it's wild. But I think if you can like and you're in Paris, like just go once. Like it's like really fun. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just like, it was just a cool experience. And I'm glad that I tried it. So I definitely recommend that. And I would say when you're going to Paris, either stay for a longer period of time than I did, or while you're there, like maybe each night stay in like a different part of the city. I just feel like there was a lot I didn't see there. And like, it felt like, it felt the least walkable I think I don't know if it's actually the biggest city but it felt the biggest and yeah I think that I would definitely recommend staying for like a longer period of time or kind of bouncing around to different areas to like get a feel because I think there's like like each area is really cool and really different I don't know that's just my opinion but I would like to go back to Paris and like see more of that I feel like I didn't and I I would like to maybe start there because by the time I got to Paris I was so tired and kind of ready to go home so I think it would be cooler to go like with a more open mind and a more like rejuvenated soul (laughs) I think I would have had like a little bit of better experience I had a good experience but I think I was just a little bit like a little bit over it ready to get home at that point so yeah but so that was my little recap of my Europe trip um And I guess I just like want to touch on how I'm feeling just briefly. Like, I don't know. I just feel incredibly grateful that I had the opportunity to do that because going to Italy specifically, but like Europe, but like Italy specifically has been my dream like forever. I'm like just barely Italian. Like I just have Italian mixed in me and like I hold on to that. Like, (laughs) like I'm like, yeah, I'm Italian. Like I'm like barely Italian, but I really like grab onto that heritage in me and like just since I was a little girl just like wanted to go to Italy and I don't know I like I hear my dad talk about family and whatever and I don't know I just think it's like cool that I have that in me and I've always just wanted to go and like see what's up and just like I don't know it's just like cool to think about because I am not like too too far removed from the 
family members that lived in Italy. Like it's like a few generations, but like not too many. And I just, it's just funny to think like if they hadn't moved, like, you know, it's just crazy. But, um, yeah. So I just feel really grateful that I got to do that and like live out a childhood dream. It just felt so surreal. And I also just felt so proud of myself because whenever I was diagnosed with type one diabetes back in April of last year, I, which I can't believe we're coming up on a year. Like that's insane. But when I was diagnosed, I, I just felt like my travel days were over. Like I couldn't even handle, you know, going state to state in the U S I like, I just was like, there's no way I'm ever going abroad. Like there's no, just simply no way. And I just like, didn't even think twice about it. Like I was just doing it. It's just so second nature to me. It's just like, not at all what I thought it was going to be. Like, it's just, it, it just type one diabetes just simply does not hold you back from anything. Like it just really, really doesn't. And it was just really liberating to see that in action. Like I was fully bouncing around to different countries every day out and about eating all this new different food. I was fine. Like I was literally fine. And like, is there, was there like extra steps I had to do? Like give myself insulin and treat low blood sugars and, you know, figure out the carbs and things I was eating. Yeah, of course. But like, okay. And like, it's annoying, but like, it is what it is. And I don't know. It just felt so liberating. And I was just like, wow, like I can do literally everything I ever wanted to do. I just have to do some extra steps. Like it just felt really good to like prove to myself. And additionally, like I have talked briefly about how I just, I have like some diabetes fear foods, like foods that I know are harsh on blood sugar. I get afraid to eat because I, I just, I mean, I guess I'm afraid of high blood sugars as if like salads don't also give me high blood sugars. Like it's a really irrational fear because like I can eat like something that's considerable, considerably low carb and still have a high blood sugar, you know? but, um, or like literally a piece of fruit, like fruit's so good for you, but spikes your blood sugar. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's an irrational fear because there's no reason I can't eat that if everything else spikes my blood sugar as well. You know, it's just like kind of uncharted territory for me because I've just strayed away from it since I was diagnosed. Cause I feel like if I'm eating like fruits and vegetables, it's like, well, at least I'm eating fruits and vegetables. You know what I mean? But balance is balance. You have to have balance in order to be healthy And I just tried so many foods that I was still sort of afraid of. Like pastries were really scary for me. And I had so many pastries and crazy. I didn't even have a reason to be scared of them because half the time with the amount I was walking and everything, I had ended up having low blood sugar because like, you know, they weren't as harsh on my blood sugar as I thought. Um, So many pastries. I had pizza. I had literal bowls of pasta for dinner, white pasta. And I know if you're not a diabetic, you're probably like, okay, girl, cool. But like, for me, that was a really big deal. Like sitting down in front of a food that scares me so much because I'm so afraid of what it's going to do to my blood sugar. And then just not only eating it, but enjoying it and embracing it. Like I was having the time of my life and enjoying this food. And granted, like eating like that does not make me feel very good. Like my body's not even used to it anymore. So I was not feeling my best, healthiest version just from eating that way. But mentally I was like, this is freaking awesome. Like I just, I don't know. I was eating so many good things and it was just so good for me and my mental health and just felt like such a good break. And I don't know. I just felt really good being there and proving myself wrong in so many ways, you know? And it definitely sparked the travel bug in me for sure. I was like, "Eh, like I'm, I'm cool with not traveling you know, after I moved and I did some traveling to like LA and everything. And 
that like took a lot out of me. And then I got Augie and I was like, nah, I'm chilling. Like, I don't really want to travel. Well, now I'm like itching to travel so many places. So Augie's going to have to bear with me while I, while he has a, a sitter every once in a while, because I have a world to explore and I just can't wait. And then I get to, you know, while I'm home, have my little life. And I just am finding a really good balance and I just feel very happy and very balanced. And just like healing wise, my healing journey is just going really well. And I just have been feeling good. Obviously there's good days and bad days. And you know, if I had recorded this a week or two ago, I wouldn't have been saying the same. I was like really struggling with body image and everything, but I've just been feeling better mentally. And that's all that matters. I'm on the up and it's okay to have your bad days and also still have your good days. Like it doesn't mean that you're doing bad. If you also still have, um, bad days, you know, but Anyways, I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. If you guys are going to Europe, I hope that you guys got some recommendations and let me know in my DMs or whatever, if you guys have any similar opinions or if you have any different opinions or whatever, I just want to hear what you guys thought. And yeah, with all that being said, I love you all so much and I will talk to you so super soon in the next episode. Bye.